welcome to the Sonoma County Real Estate Podcast. I'm Nancy Chiappi, and I am hosting this podcast not because I'm an expert, but because I have a lot to learn about buying and selling real estate here in the exquisite Sonoma County wine country. And nothing would make me happier than for you to gain some insight as well. So tune in as we explore the minds and hearts of local real estate professionals and the unique perspectives they bring to an ever-changing market. Well, here we are, episode one. And I just have to say, I could not be more honored to have hosted these two huge-hearted and highly skilled individuals, Heidi Wood and Mike Lagoida. Thank you so much, Heidi and Mike, for being the trailblazers that you are and accepting my invitation to be guests on the very first episode of Sonoma County Real Estate Podcast. To synopsize the experience, I'll simply say this. I stand in amazement at the depth and the integrity that these two realtors embody so naturally in their work and the unique brilliance that each of them brings to the real estate profession. They're super friendly and engaging while keeping crystal clear focus on why and how they do their work in the world. You'll understand what I mean when you listen in. So with that, let's do this. All right. So Heidi and Mike, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Hi there. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. The pleasure is truly mine. And um, so I thought we could begin our chat today by having you introduce yourselves, share a little bit about your lives, and then give us an overview of your real estate journey thus far. Does that Ooh. sound good? That okay, sounds great. awesome. Mike, how about you start us off? Ooh, I get to go first. All yes, right. Um, so hi, everybody. My name is Mike Lagoida. I'm the district manager for Corcoran Global Living in Sonoma County. Um, I've been selling real estate on and off since the early 2000s. I'm what I like to call a reluctant real estate agent. It took me a while to, to embrace it as my, my calling in life and my career path. Um, but I think for that reason, I have some like unique insights into real estate agents and why they do certain things. Um, and I think it's helped me on my journey really to, to kind of, um, own my authenticity and to kind of lean into it and just, uh, you know, to hell with what everybody else does. I'm going to do it my way kind of a thing, you know? Awesome. And so can you tell us just a little bit more about the reluctance that was at the beginning? Yeah. Yeah. So I grew up in Southern California. So I I chalk part of it up to that, like the big city, you know, whenever you're in a big city, people are a little bit more aggressive. You know, there's just, you're bumping into people more often. So there's that natural, that New Yorker thing, right? Like, I don't think it's as bad in SoCal as it is in New York, but you get my point. Um, so my initial, my initial experiences with real estate were with people who were fairly unscrupulous, right? There were people that would, they were looking to, to make the buck and not really care about the wake of destruction that they left behind them. And that's hard for me. I can't operate that way because that it, it, that's not how I'm built. I can't, I can't be that person. And so I had a lot of struggles with that because they would be telling me like, dude, if you want to be successful, you have to do this. You have to go out and call a hundred people people and tell them that you're the best and that you're going to get this and that for them. And I'm like, that doesn't feel, that doesn't feel right. Like it feels like you're trying to trick that person. And I don't want to go out into the world to trick people. So I don't want to, I don't think I want to do this job. Right. Um, So it took some time for me to like, be able to, 
to look out into the world and then see the other actors that were doing it the way that I would want to do it. And then once I found, uh, I moved right from Southern California up to Northern California. And that's when I met Bill and Heidi and they had started this company, Terraforma Global Partners. And I sat down in a meeting with them. And up until this point, I had only experienced like big box corporate real estate jobs. And so this was like a boutique company. It was very like, it felt like a family. They said all the right things in the interview about like integrity and doing right by their clients. And like, I was just like lapping it all up, like, oh my God, can this be true? And so I, you know, I stopped my real estate search at that point. I'm like, I'm going to go full force into this. This is where I, I belong. And, you know, here we are six years later. And Terra Firma has turned into Corcoran Global Living, and I've bumped up the ranks a couple of times, and I'm just loving, absolutely loving it now. Well, I love how your journey has lent itself to your being so excellent at your job in managing others, meaning you are great at allowing people to be who they are. And, and having empathy and compassion with that journey of folks trying to find what fits for them. Um, and it's just amazing how it sounds like low, well, location um, and just finding that right. I mean, finding that heart-centered office to work with was just so key. And then real quick also, do you... Um, Tell us a little bit about your life and your family. Yeah, so I I married. We've been married for we just had our ten year anniversary in April. Um, my wife Jamie is amazing. She I like to call her my better half, and it's true. Um, I don't know how I got so lucky. Um, we have two little girls that keep us very busy. So one is six and one is eight. Lily and Charlotte. Um, they they like to swim and ride horses, and so uh, I have to keep my job and be good at it so that I can afford their very expensive hobbies. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you so much. That was really, really lovely. And so, um, Heidi, how about you? Want to tell us a little bit about your journey and your life? Sure, sure. Good morning. I'm. My name is Heidi Wood. Um, I actually was born and raised in Sebastopol, uh, so I haven't I haven't um, gone far from home. Um, I moved down to Marin County when I got married 32 years ago, and uh, but my journey started really when I was in my early 20s. I uh, I was encouraged by my parents to purchase a house. My dad was always a very good businessman. And so my, um, he always kind of was kind of the driving force behind investments and property and things like that. So I, I bought a house when I was really young, um, kind of just while I was going to kind of was while I was finishing up college a little bit, um, and trade school and worked then in the family business for many years. And then once I got married, I just, we decided to kind of travel around some and we started, we kind of had a plan. My dad always said, oh, we have a five-year plan. We're going to buy houses every five years. And I'm like, that's impossible. So we had our own plan and um, we uh, started in actually in Arizona in 2000, we bought a rental property and then um, we ended up all over the place. We've, we've had properties in, um, Idaho and North Carolina and, and, um, you know, and some experience with Airbnbs and all kind of way back before they were really popular. 
And uh, so it's been an interesting journey. And I decided um, a, a while back to, you know, I don't know, it's been four or five years now to um, start to study and get my license because I wanted to have other people get the experience that I had and, and, you know, see what it was like to, you know, help them become homeowners. And so I did, I got my license and um, I was still working in the family business and that was transitioning. So I uh, ended up finding this company, Terra Firma Global Partners and Bill um, was a wonderful mentor and I got to meet Mike and, and it just kind of fell into place that I landed here. And it's, it was one of the best decisions I made when it came to uh, choosing an agency, you know, choosing a brokerage because uh, I've been very fortunate, not only with them, but with the folks associated with the organization, because it's just been um, a very, very wonderful, uh, you know, experience that people share their knowledge and their experiences, and you get to learn a lot. So, um, you know, my family is from Sebastopol. My grandparents came here from Germany, so they settled in uh, some property right off of uh, Bloomfield and Cunningham Road. And uh, we had, you know, a chicken ranch, well, they did when, when I was, uh, you know, when my dad was young. And so we own, I, my aunt still owns a piece of that same property. She's the only one left. Um, it was about five acres. And then she's down to her, her last acre. So that's kind of where it all started for, for me. Wow. That's really beautiful. And I just couldn't, I couldn't help but just think that you were a real estate agent sort of waiting to happen, right? It was just being cultivated all the while and such a natural transition um, for you. And I just want to just reflect back to when you and I met and you were in your previous profession and just how, yeah, just how wonderful you've always been to work with so professional, so attentive, so detail oriented and all of that. So, you. Um, and then you have a couple of grown kids, don't you? I do. I have, uh, my son is in the Navy. He's uh, turning 30 next week and uh, he's married and I have a grandchild. She's, um, I think she's 19 months now. And then my daughter uh, actually lives in Idaho um, and she's uh, just turned 26. So really exciting. That's fantastic. Well, cool. Thanks for sharing all of that. Okay. So um, now I'd love to know, do you consider yourselves to have a specialty within real estate or do you maybe like to focus on particular neighborhoods or locales within Sonoma County? Um, And if so, how did this come about? Mike, you want to take that one? I, I will. So I am definitely a Sonoma County 101 corridor kind of guy. So if it's Santa Rosa, like Healdsburg, Windsor, like I've, I'm in, I'm good in that corridor from like Petaluma up to Healdsburg, even into Geyserville. And it's really because uh, when I moved here, I lived in Santa Rosa, right? So that was the first market that I really got to know well when I first moved here. And then I only knew one family in this whole county when I moved up here. They were the reason that we moved here. He's one of my best friends from high school. And his family lives up in uh, like in the Geyserville area. And so I got to know that area very quickly just from going up and visiting them and spending time with them after we moved up here. So um, that's really where the thrust has been for the last six years for me is just going up and down that one and one corridor from Geyserville to Petaluma. I love it. I love that clarity. 
yeah, yeah, I can I can actually envision that. And I just learned that about you too. I didn't really realize that that mm-hmm. was sort of your focus. Um, and Heidi, how about you? You know, I because I've grown up here, I kind of know a lot about the entire area. I can't say that I specialize in any certain part. I I live here in Wikiup, so I know a lot about it over here, and I've been involved in the recent years in some councils and some different things in our community. So I'd say I'm I'm kind of I'm knowledgeable here, but overall, uh, because I've grown up here, it's helpful for for people. I feel that it's helpful for people uh, for me to give them the broad scope of the area. And I kind of know a little bit about each town, um, specifically, you know, obviously Sebastopol and Santa Rosa. Um, and I really love areas like Sonoma. Um, I've gotten a chance to work over there a little bit. Um, uh, but I really specialize more in the Santa Rosa, Sebastopol corridor area. That's cool. And it's also nice that you are exploring the Sonoma area too, because it's always nice to have that something new and different. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it sounds like you have a wonderful ability to compare and contrast areas for your clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and because one thing that I'm really struck by is that living in Sonoma County can look so many different ways. And so for you to have that frame of reference has got to be really beneficial for your clients and for you. Yeah. Kind of one of the reasons I like it here is because we do have such a broad scope of opportunity, whether you want to live in the country and be more remote or whether you want to live kind of down in a city area or a tourist area, or even, you know, um, near a river. So we have like the, we have the, the, the broad spectrum of, of all kinds of opportunity here. Totally. And what's also cool is no matter where you end up, um, settling, you have access to all of the other aspects Mm -hmm. in a very short drive, which I think is just amazing. Um, okay. And so next, if you would share with us financial benefits aside, what keeps you inspired to stay engaged in the real estate profession? What really drives you in your work? Go ahead, I, Mike. I am, I am, I know this about myself. I'm a people pleaser. So when I can make somebody else smile or happy or just, you know, fulfill them in some way, that that is what makes me happy. And so that feeling that you get when you hand somebody the keys or when you tell them, you know, you you they're ready to move on with their life and you've sold their house and now they can go, you know, spend their time in their new place that I'm getting chills. Like I literally the goosebumps are happening in my arms as I talk about it, because that at the end of the day is why we do what we do. Um, and so, yeah, just just being able to help people. And now in my new role, I get to help agents. Right. So I get that same feeling. But instead of a, being a buyer or a seller, I get to help an agent to get to that next level in their business and help that client or reach that milestone that they never thought they would do, like number of transactions or, you know, working with different kinds of people. And, you know, I, I really like just helping people being that that I like being the rock that people can depend on. And so it, I feel like this new role really suits me. Absolutely. And yes, that rock is absolutely who I have come to know you to be. And I am always standing in amazement at how well you do your job. So thank you. Um, And then Heidi. Yeah. So what inspires you? 
you know, Mike says it very well. It's, it's really about people and helping people. Um, as far as, you know, helping a seller, I think the challenge of transforming an ordinary space into a marketable product, that seems very like, uh, you know, that seems very kind of, um, I don't know, not, it, it, it's not very personal, but that's really what we try to do because um, we're trying to balance their emotions as, uh, as a client um, when they're going through that. And it can be really difficult because it's a, you know, when you're, mo- when you're taking your, your, your space that you've lived in and you're trying to sell it to somebody and strangers are walking through your home, it's a, it's a really emotional uh, process for folks. And so I try and um, work with them on, on not only the kind of the real basic level of, of marketing that product, so to speak, but also, you know, helping them through that, um, that, that journey. Um, and then, you know, it's, I've always enjoyed finding that, that buyer at home, the buyers, you know, that are looking, I've, uh, it's so amazing just to watch their faces as, as they go into something, that you know that you've taken them on a few, you know, to a few places and then they, you see their face when they find the right one. And they're just like, it's just like this excitement. It's, it's like Christmas for adults, you know, and, uh, and it's an excitement that, that you can't really explain it because everybody has a different experience with it, but it, for the most part, it's so satisfying to see them, find that that place that they're going to call home in their future and you never know how long it's going to be and some say it's going to be their forever home and some just last it's just a stepping stone and and either way it's a super exciting experience for for everybody not only them but for me as well yeah wow i just want to say that i'm so moved by both of you i mean just hearing how genuine this experience is for you. There's no mistaking that. And I just, I think oftentimes people have no idea how much a realtor holds in their hearts and hands and how many moving parts are happening, not the least of which is people's emotions. And I mean, this is the sort of heart of their lives their home. And so, um, yeah, I just want to thank you. And I just want to really acknowledge that in both of you. And then how about how would you describe your personal style of business? I like to keep things fun, right? Because there's too much stress and strife in this world. I mean, you all you got to do is turn on the TV and like there's wars, there's a, a, there's a, a there's a what do you call it? A, a nuclear power plant that's about to go up and it's like there's enough of that in the world, right? I want to be the fun the fun aspect, right? So while we're doing what we're doing, you can do it in a boring way or you can add a little bit of spice to it and have some fun with it, right? So if there's a way to have fun doing something, that's the way I'm going to try to do it. So I try to keep it light. I try to keep it not heavy. Um, you know, I, I've, again, when you're the tour guide and you've seen what's around the corner, you can kind of like prepare people for that. And so part of keeping it fun is being the shock absorber, right? Like, so I want to be the shock absorber for the transaction. I know what pitfall lies around the corner. So I'm going to prep them for it. And we're going to have a plan to attack that pitfall. So things aren't left, you know, just 
to fall apart. And then even knowing what's around the corner, this industry and just selling a house is so complicated. And like you said, so many moving parts that you cannot prepare for everything. So inevitably there's going to be things that you can't prepare for. So preparing them for that, expect the unexpected, you know, just laying the table so that they can get, get a real view of how this whole thing's going to roll. And so the more, you know, the more disarmed you are. So the more you can like kind of relax and enjoy the process and not be worried about it. So that my goal is to try to keep it as fun as possible, as worry-free as possible. Like I said, there's always going to be something. Um, and, but, but yeah, just, just try to keep it simple. Try to keep it light, try to keep the wheels on the bus and moving forward. You know, we're not, we're not open heart surgeons. No one's going to die. Um, so, you know, I feel like, you know, I don't know where I'm at, whatever. (laughs) No, it's there. It's totally clear. And um, yeah, I mean, first of all, my first thought was, you must be a great dad. (laughs) No, I, yeah, I think they they inform each other, right? I think I'm a better realtor because I'm a dad than the other way around, right? Yes, (laughs) absolutely. Totally. I, I hear that. It's like that. Keep it light. Keep it fun. Oh my gosh. It's just so important. And I want to just also comment to how I always love that at the, the company meetings, there's so much laughter, you know, everybody really enjoys themselves and, and they make light because it's like the heaviness is so clear. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, that's fantastic. And then Heidi, uh, what, what, uh, is your personal style or how would you describe your personal style of working? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with Mike. I, I like to have fun. It's, it's, especially if you're with newer people that you haven't really, you haven't gotten to know yet. Um, the last thing they want to do is, is either be stuck in a car or stuck in a house with somebody who's, who's boring and who can't have a, kind of a broad scope and, a, and an open mind. And I just, I like to keep things light as well. Um, I, I, I take a read on people usually to see if I can, if I can do that. And most of the time it's, you know, I've always been, I've, I've been brought up and, and I, I, we practice this in our marriage that we have to have laughter and fun and life is just not, it's too short to, um, be so, so serious that, I mean, there's a time and a place and, and there's times where we can be serious, but we want to interject that, that lightness so that we can make people feel like this isn't such an arduous process. And I think that because the process is sometimes long, we have to bring in things that can be fun to, um, to break that, to break that long time monotony. So yeah, I'm with Mike, I'm connected, I'm committed. Um, you know, I, I work really hard, but I, I, I like to play really hard too. And um, that's kind of the direction that I like to, to follow. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for that. I know that in my personal journey, you've always chimed in, have fun with it. So I hear that I've experienced that with you. Okay. And, and just because we're here in such a gorgeous part of the world, um, I'd love to know what are three of your favorite things about living and or working here in the Sonoma County wine country? 
Mike, we'll just start with you. So I'll go number one is the people, right? So I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's something they put in the water here, but it, you know, people just tend to be nice. And, and that's that's refreshing. Again, coming from Southern California, I feel like I, I've, I've crossed the rainbow up into, uh, you know, uh, uh, Kumbaya land or something. <laughs> <laughs> but it is true. I don't know if it's the slower pace or less people, or it is so beautiful, or we do have all that agriculture and it just puts people at ease. So that's definitely number one is the people. And, and, you know, I don't know if you know this, but we have the highest per capita of nonprofits in any county in the United States here in Sonoma County. Wow. And so that speaks to the people too, right? And giving back to their community. And it, it's, it's a huge thing up here. Like if you aren't volunteering or doing something for your community, you're, you're getting left in the dust because it's important to everybody. Um, so number one is the people. Number two, uh, just the land, right? It's gorgeous. I love the coast. I love the mountains. I love the trees. I love the rivers. I love going out in nature. My kids love it. So that's one of my favorite things to do with them is get them outside and on a river or on a bike or out walking and hiking away from the devices as much as possible. So that's number two. Number three, the food. We have really good food <laughs> and it doesn't have to be expensive, right? Like I, I love Sonoma's like casual luxury, if you will, like where you can get really great food and it doesn't have to be you know, it doesn't have to be single thread every night. You know, you can go to Franchetti's and get a great meal. You can go to Rosso. There's so many good places to eat here. Um, we're really spoiled. Isn't that the truth? And you can grow your own food too, That's which right. is amazing. That's right. I mean, I hear you on all three of those, Mike. Thank you so much. And Heidi? Well, I'm with Mike on the people in the community. I'm very involved in the community. So I see a pretty broad scope of people outside of just work um, as, as far as diversification and what our, what our area says for, for living here and working here. And we've had definitely some challenges and, but there's also so many benefits of, of being a part of this great community. Um, so I would say that it, I'm, I'm following in Mike's uh, footsteps there. And I love the fact that we have so many things to do as far as events that so we have, a, you know, we, we can, if you're into the wine thing, you can do wine events. There's, you know, there's outdoor events. There's lots of, um, you know, biking and hiking. And, um, you know, I, I just love the fact that we're close to, um, you know, so many services and, and so many things that we can even get away, you know, not, not that we want to, but you can be here and be present. And then you can also just pop out and be, you know, pop on the airplane and, and go some really, really quick, or you can pop to the ocean and it's just a beautiful, wonderful place. And, and with so many opportunities for different people, like I said before. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what I found to be really unique about Sonoma County, because I've lived here five years now, but is this sort of uh, the cohesive aspect of the county? Like, for instance, I grew up in San, in San Mateo County, but we didn't talk about being from San Mateo County, <laughs> right? <laughs> but here, it really is that. It's like I'm part of Sonoma County. And that's really, I find that to be really unique probably for all the reasons that you guys all just described is that there's just such an appreciation for all that there is here in all of the areas mm -hmm. that there ends up being kind of a unification, I would imagine. So 
All right. And then finally, what insight, guidance, or perhaps encouragement would you like to offer to home buyers given the current market conditions here in Sonoma County? Mike? It's going to get better. <laughs> so it's been a really rough six to eight months for buyers, right? They've gotten beaten up really bad. Um, the multiple offer thing this spring was out of control. It was like the most out of control I've ever seen a real estate market. It was so far weighted in the seller's advantage. There was no inventory. Interest rates were as low as they've ever been in, in my lifetime, in many people's lifetimes, if not ever. Um, and so it was a perfect storm, right? Where people were clamoring all over themselves to try to get into properties. Um, so a couple of things have changed since then. So interest rates have doubled, right? So stock markets taking some hits, Russia invaded Ukraine, we got supply chain issues. And so all these things have kind of converged to hit the brakes hard and slow down that buyer activity. And so the inventory starting to build. So we're starting to see it in all of our counties that inventory starting to build. And when you have more supply, that's better for buyers, right? So you're going to have a better shot at getting a property that you like and, and a better chance at negotiating terms that are favorable to you than you have at any other time this year. So if you've been looking and you've been discouraged and you're tired of competing and fighting with those 10 other people that want to spend half a million more than the list price, now is a good time to get into the market. Beautifully said. And I love how you sort of pointed out that there's always an upside right? Whenever it seems like everything's going downward, there is always the light and there's always sort of that equal and opposite benefit on the other side. So thank you so much. And then how about Heidi, what would you like to offer to sellers? You know, I, I, uh, I'm sorry, um, let me correct myself. Buyers. <laughs> All right. Buyers, <laughs> yes. um, patience. Patience is the key to um, finding the right property because it, it, it's such an emotional journey. And as much as we try and absorb our clients' emotions and our the feelings that go through their heads and things like that, there's nothing like it for them. They, we can only do what we can do. But patience and taking the time to understand really the where you want to be and how you want to live your, you know, what you want to be have as your community is probably the most important piece just because you're going to be living there. It's not like it's not most people, most people cannot make moves that quickly. And so when you're investing this much money in to a prop, a property, you want to make sure that you have the longevity to stay there. And I, I had a few of those clients in the last six months or year that were, we were in multiple offer situations and we had, you know, multiple times where we um, be in, you know, try and get into contract and we couldn't get there and couldn't get there. And at the end of the day, they all ended up in something that they were really happy in. And it was, it took, it took a lot of patience and perseverance, but um but ultimately that's kind of the goal is just to keep, keep them calm and, and just make sure that you just keep saying to them, just, it's, it's going to happen. It's good. It just has to be the right thing. My dad always used to tell me, uh, and this is really hard to convey to clients, but he always used to say, take the emotion out of, 
out of this, this, because if you, if you're a hundred percent vested in your emotion, you're not going to see the things that you may need to see to be, you know, to, to see the pros and cons of this certain type of property or this certain situation. So if you take the emotion of it out of it a little bit and just really, really take your time to make decisions, sleep on it, then, then you're probably going to make a better decision than if you jump right in. Incredible. That is just such brilliant wisdom. By the way, I've seen that in you, in working with you, you have that sense of patience, giving people all the space they need. And I think that's so, it's so powerful because a part of, I think what we're concerned about or what people can be concerned about in working with realtors is being pressured. Right. And you are so not that you really <laughs> just open up. And I think that's, that's how you're so successful and in really inviting people in, you know, yeah. and your dad, my goodness, that, I mean, I can just hear how much influence he's had in your life. And for good reason, because just that one little nugget you just shared is so, so powerful. Um, and then how about, what would you like to say to sellers, Mike? So Heidi touched on it earlier when she was talking about how you have to take the emotion out of it. And when you go to sell your house, it's it, you have to stop thinking of it as your house and start thinking of it as this is the house that we are marketing for sale. And so the, very important, depersonalize. So get all those family photos and everything out of there. You want the, the buyers to come in and envision them living in your home, not you living in your home, right? So declutter, get the personal stuff out of the way. And start thinking about it as a product, right? So oftentimes, I it 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 it, it I don't know. It's it's funny to me in a way because you'll go in and you'll start talking to somebody, and they're like, they think that they can just sell it that day. Like, let's just put it on the market; it'll sell, right? So if if we're doing this job correctly, it takes us longer to prep the property than it does to sell it. So that is like the key that I like to ingrain in them in the first appointment is like, let's do it right, let's prep properly. And then we'll have a better experience later on. And so you want to find out everything you can about the property. Otherwise, you don't know what you're selling. So I'm always going to say, you need a home inspection. You need a pest inspection at the bare minimum. Like, I'm not going to take the assignment unless we can agree that we're going to get a home inspection and a pest inspection done. Because it just makes everything run more smoothly when the seller knows what they're selling and the buyer knows what they're buying up front. Because a lot of those really nasty negotiations happen when those reports come in after the fact. So the seller thinks they're selling one thing and the buyer thinks they're buying one thing. And then they find out in the middle of the transaction that, oh, no, we had all that wrong. There's all these things that we didn't know about. That's how transactions break down. And so we try to like head all of that off at the beginning by doing proper preparation. And, you know, if you were going to sell your car, you would go get it detailed. You know, you might get an oil change, some new tires, you know, something to make it look nice for the marketplace. So same thing with your house. Like, I'm not saying you have to go through and spend $100,000 remodeling it, but get a professional cleaner to clean it up, you know, get a landscaper to clean it up, maybe plant some flowers to increase your curb appeal, like all these little things matter and buyers see them, whether you think they see them or not, they know if the house is dirty or clean, they can smell it, they can touch it, right? So all of these little touch points matter as buyers are coming in. And so what I want to do is prep that property to the nines, so that we have a great experience when we roll it out to the public. Cool. And so and if someone is going back to your 
your point about making that transition from seeing this house as your home to this, uh, you know, property mm -hmm. that you want to prepare to sell. How do you help people to make that, that transition if they, if they do need help? Yeah. So when you, you got to meet people where they're at, right? So when I go into an assignment, I can't like, if they're an 80 year old couple, I can't expect them to be able to do a lot of the things that we might need to do. Right. And so at that point, what we need to do is pull in the, the group of professionals that I surround myself with to help them do the things that they need to do. So we have, you know, ready at the go, like a, a declutterer, a stager, all the cleaners you could need, handymen, all the inspectors. So like we have the whole crew assembled and when it's go time, we just, you know, depending on the assignment, we pull the right people in and get it done. Yeah. And everybody, everybody has, a, you know, some people are younger and they want it. They want to help. They want to help do the work and sure. other people don't want to do anything, have anything to do with it. And so you got to meet them where they're at and just explain to them why you're doing what you're doing. Cause yes. you know, if we do these things, you're going to have a better experience. We can do it that way but the experience might be different, you know? So just eyes open, all the information up front. Absolutely. And then it sounds like just knowing you, you always meet people with compassion. So if somebody's really struggling, like that, it's a great um, example of maybe an elderly couple. Sometimes people aren't eager yes. to move on. And so I, I you just kind of meet, you, you just kind of um, validate their emotions and forward. Yeah. You have to just like, I keep coming back to meet them where they are. Like, so the, basically my intake is trying to figure out their motivation and why they want to do what they want to do. And then in my analysis is, can I get them where they want to go? Like, am I the right person to help them get there? Oh. And I'm going to tell them, can I take, am I going to be successful in this assignment or is this not going to work? Right. So it, it's a two-way street. <laughs> Beautiful. And I love that. That goes back to that same sort of non-attachment. Mm -hmm. you, you know, that you're willing to, you know, risk the, the sale. If you really feel that they are better served by a different realtor. Yeah. 100%. I love that. And uh, Heidi, how about you? What would you like to say to sellers? You know, it is, it is a process. Mike's right. Um, and, and I always try and keep, have my, I always try and have my folks keep in mind that end goal. You know, that what's their end goal? Where do they want to be? And if they can focus on that and not on what they have to do, it 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 sort of eases that stress a little bit. There's always going to be people don't think it there's going to be, but it, there's always an emotional um, level of stress or some levels of stress because you're you're getting ready to make a big, you know, it's a big process. But, um, you know, and I, I come from a very creative sort of marketing background. So presentation for me is a huge, a huge part of making this work for sellers. Um, I don't like to, I, I, I try and put out the best product I can based on what I have to work with. And I've worked with a broad scope of properties. Um, yes, you have, Heidi. What's that? <laughs> yes, you have, Heidi. Yes, I have. I've seen, you, I've seen you sell properties that don't even have finished kitchens. So <laughs> yes, and it's um and and but you can we can do it. We just have to do it creatively so that someone else can envision what they see that that house can can um, has the potential of that home because ultimately you know we want not only to sell the 
property to somebody who's going to love it, just like our folks hopefully loved it. But, you know, it's going to be someone else's home. And so if we can kind of give them ideas of what they can do to it to, to make it theirs, then it's helpful for them as well. But as far as for, for the seller to stay focused on what their end goal is, it sort it that then begins their emotional journey as far as taking out that that kind of connection. And um, it's even harder when you have people who've been in properties for, you know, well, you know, one of my first, I think I met, I saw you at this property, Nancy, but one of my first um, properties was uh, a home that the the folks that were selling it, he was actually the builder. And so they had that property since uh, I think the late fifties. And, and it was a very emotional sale for, they had a large family, they have um, five children and, and, and the children were involved and the family was involved. And it was talk about a, a whole gamut of things to work with. You know, I'm having to deal with personalities of each child plus the, the, you know, the principles of the, of the sale and, and it was a it was a journey for everybody, and you just have to day by day take each step differently. And it wasn't an easy sale, so there was you know there was a, it was a roller coaster ride. But you just you just kind of have to control those emotions and make sure that everybody's understanding how you're trying to complete the process. And the ultimate goal is. Uh, what the principles of the property that are selling what those folks want. And that's really all it is. It's not about what, you know, daughter A wants or, you know, grandchild B wants or whatever. It's about, you know, it's about what that person, that seller wants to be in when they sell that home. So. Yeah. Well, beautifully said. And I just, it's so I'm so glad that we can have the opportunity here for listeners to understand, um, you know, I think as, as we all value our properties or there are homes, or maybe it's a seller's market and we know about there's money to be made and we know what our neighbors have sold for and all of that kind of a thing. And then we can feel like we're inviting this realtor in and giving them, and it is a privilege but it's sort of like here, well, you know, you get to sell my home and um, easy money. <laughs> From what I've been exposed to so far, it's never easy money. It's a journey and it involves emotion. And like you said, different members of the family are given whatever the situation is that you handle a lot for quote unquote, the money. And so this has been so fun and so enlightening. And I just want to thank you both so much for being here. And um, I, I also want you to let us know. So how can folks connect with you if they would like to discuss working with you? Mike? Really easy, CorcoranGL.com. <laughs> or Corcoran. even, e even easier to remember, SantaRosa.realestate. That's my website. Oh, SantaRosa.realestate. Okay, yep. great. And then do the, you just have like a contact form or something there? That oh, they yeah, can, yeah. Or it's just, all my, it's yeah. all there. I mean, you can even just Google Mike Lagoida and, and, and pages of stuff will show up. Oh, because he <laughs> does that famous. 
Um, and then Heidi, how do you like to be contacted? You know, I, uh, since I, since this is my hometown, I have a website, hometownheidi.com. So you can just get a hold of me there. Get my phone number on my website and perfect. So I'm usually available anytime. So thank you. Thanks, Nancy. This has been a really nice, nice uh, experience. Well, it's certainly been my pleasure. You are very welcome. And with that, we are going to sign off. And so thank you everyone for tuning in. Awesome. Thanks, Nancy. Thanks, Nancy. Sure. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you found our time together to be enlightening and informative. And if you'd like some help in identifying the ideal Sonoma County realtor for you, then reach out. I'm at nancy at sonomacountyrealestatepodcast.com. Again, that's nancy at sonomacountyrealestatepodcast.com. Bye for now.